Hello and welcome to Contractor Chat, a podcast dedicated to discussing the hottest issues within the construction industry in 30 minutes or less. I'm your host, Andrea Smith, the Marketing and Government Relations Director for the Southwest Washington Contractors Association. For more than 70 years, we have championed a thriving construction industry here in Southwest Washington. We help our members win more business, become more profitable, train their employees, and build a stronger community. You can learn more about us online at www.swca.org. Today's episode is brought to you by Riverview Community Bank. They are our presenting sponsor for the 2018 Regional Project Forecast. This event will take place on Tuesday, September 25th, 2018 from 530 to 830 at Warehouse 23. We will be arming our attendees with information on what's going to be up for bid at the end of 2018 and throughout 2019. So be sure to come so you can strategically plan for your future. Register online at swca.org. Can't wait to see you there. Today we'll be sitting down with Tiffany Couch, the owner of Acuity Forensics located in Vancouver, Washington. We are super excited to sit down with her today. She did a wonderful job at our 2018 Construction Executive Summit as a keynote speaker, and a lot of our members and attendees were really excited to hear um, the insight that she shared about fraud and construction. So uh, let's get ready and let's get started. All right, so we're here today with Tiffany Couch from Acuity Forensics. Um, do you just want to explain a little bit about what you do? Sure. Uh, so Acuity Forensics, uh, I'm a CPA, but I'm a non-traditional CPA or non-traditional accountant. Mm-hmm. I don't do taxes or traditional audits here. Um, typically, people call us when we've got, they believe somebody's stealing from them, and they want me to figure out what's going on or how much money's lost. Um, I get involved with construction cases where there might be issues with the contract and how the money was spent or there's a defect issue and I get involved in some of the business income loss cases um, and other general litigation where money's involved or contracts are involved and they need an accountant to figure out what happened. Oh, okay. That's really awesome. Um, So can you just talk a little bit about why like fraud is an issue or a valid concern for construction specifically? Oh, sure. So, um, you know, my little quip is, you know, fraud is the second oldest profession in the world. If there's money, Mm -hmm. there's money to steal. Right. Um, And if we look at the statistics of just fraud overall in the United States, uh, construction, the construction industry actually ranks really high in terms of the the type of business that's often hit by these schemes. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, Yeah, actually, they're a little higher risk. And I I often get asked why. I I have theories on that. I think... Um, I think number one, you've got the kind of business where, you know what, if I'm a general contractor, for example, I am really good at what I do. So I'm going to really trust and rely on the person in the office bringing my money in and Mm -hmm. paying my bills. Uh, Number two, that person, that general contractor type of person is probably out in the field all of the time, Right. right? So they're not sitting in the office. They're not there all day. So there's a lot less oversight. And then on the flip side, you've got to rely on your subs. You've got to rely on other outside folks to deliver on their promises to the project. And because there's not always a lot of oversight at the job site, there's opportunity for fraud to happen, um, you know, uh, by your subs and others uh, on the job site as well. So you're sort of in this double whammy of... Um, not a lot of oversight, and it's just the nature of the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah that totally makes sense because they are 
really focus on on the job. Correct. You know what's going on. So, Correct. Um, what do you say to people who say that they like this can't happen to me? Like fraud will never happen. Um, it's those people that will usually end up calling me. Right. It, it is the mindset. I, I like to tell people, if you just change your mindset, not that it could never happen here or that it is happening here. I don't believe it's happening everywhere, but that it could mm-hmm. and that there are really simple things that we can do to make sure it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's those folks who just change their mindset, tweak a few little things with their business that are a lot less likely to call me mm-hmm. than somebody who blatantly says it can't happen here, so I don't even need to worry about it. Um, I, I will tell you that it's it's always the person they think they don't have to worry about. Right, every yeah. Every time. Yeah, I remember that from your keynote speech at our Construction Executive Summit, and that was one of the things you said. It's always like the person that you're closest to or like the family member that's um, you know, running the business along with you or it's the worst part of my Mm -hmm. job is telling my clients, um, actually it not only can happen at your business, it has, and it's this person you literally love and trust. Um, they could be an employee and they could be a family member, but let's face it. If I didn't trust you, I'm not going to give you my money. Right. Uh, If I didn't trust you, I'm not going to let you pay my bills. And so these people use their ability to be liked and to be trusted and to be able to do the job Mm -hmm. um, so that they don't have as much oversight over them so that they can do these crimes Mm -hmm. and not be caught. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, right? Right. So what's something that you would suggest to business owners and contractors? So fraud is a crime of a breach of trust. Mm -hmm. So... Um, if you just blatantly trust somebody, especially let's just talk about your office manager, bookkeeper type of role, we have to have some oversight over yeah. them. Um, the first thing I want um, most of our clients to do is just get your bank statements and cancel check images mailed to your house. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mail them to your house, open those things up and look at them. Make sure your deposits make sense for what you think your revenue is. Right. Go through all your electronic activity and make sure nobody's using the debit card inappropriately. Mm-hmm. I'm working a case right now where the woman paid her home mortgage, paid her vet bills, oh paid, uh, you know, Victoria's Secret, Banana Republic, all oh on the front of the bank statement. Wow. That if somebody just opened the bank statement, they'd see the electronic activity. Yeah. And then look at those canceled check images, the checks that cleared the bank, and make sure... That they're for your business and that your office manager, I'm working another case right now where the woman was literally paying herself payroll every single week. Oh my gosh. So uh, nobody's looking at the bank statement, so nobody right. knows. Right. And they go, well, gosh, Tiffany, how did you find that so quickly? Well, I opened the bank statement. Mm-hmm. I could see what checks are clearing the bank. And I got to tell you, I know how busy, especially now. I mean, it's sunny. It's yeah. dry. Uh, I know the folks that are listening to us right now are so busy. I don't care. I care yeah. that you're busy. I love yeah. that you're busy. Send that bank statement to your spouse. Right. Send it to your CPA. Yeah. Um, let somebody take a look at it, even if you don't have time, because it's the A number one way fraud happens is that people just write checks to themselves mm-hmm. or use your debit card inappropriately, and that's how they're stealing your money. It's right. the best um, oversight you can you can do. Wow. Yeah, it's almost like hiding in plain sight, right? It's always it's hiding. Crazy. And it's so sad because a lot of my clients, the one I was just telling you about, she was like, I didn't even know I needed to do that. Yeah. Didn't even know. Yeah. And with online banking, a lot of folks maybe check their online banking and kind of look at their balance. 
But none of us, I'm a busy business owner, we don't have time to open every cancel check image and look at it mm-hmm. on online banking. But if you get it in paper, uh, you might have to pay and a little extra money, 10 bucks a month to your bank. They will send you those images, and you can look at them much more quickly than loading them online. Right, yeah, because it's right at your fingertips. Yep. Yeah, that's a really good um, tip for our listeners. So can you provide any other you know, tidbits or red flags that people might be able to look for? Sure. Uh, red flags, we always have the same ones over and over and over again. The first, um, typically the employee hoards their work. They don't want any help. They might even complain that they're overworked. But you might try to get them some help and they say, oh, no, I've got it. I can handle it. Um, uh, I'm working a case right now, for example, where the lady, she was sick all the time and never came to work, but she never missed payroll. Well, why didn't she miss payroll? Because she was always manipulating the payroll because she processed the payroll. Uh, Number two, their lifestyle doesn't make sense. So you know what you pay your employees. Mm -hmm. And we kind of know what... their spouses do, right? right? And so if their lifestyle doesn't make sense for what you know you pay them and or what you kind of can think, gosh, I know, um, you know, I know her husband works across town at the cement plant and makes 15 bucks an hour and she's driving a brand new Audi and has all these nice clothes and it doesn't really make sense, pay attention to that. Right. Um, and then the third thing, which is also really, um, always really surprising to me, is if you just want your bank statements, you want a simple financial statement out of your accounting system and the person says they can't give that to you and it's your money and it's your (laughs) financial statement um, and they won't give them to you, you've got a problem. And I don't know if you have an ego problem or a fraud problem, but no matter what, you've got a problem. And so uh, a huge red flag is that my clients just can't get simple, basic financial information out of their... um, out of their bookkeepers or office managers and then worse when they do ask the person it gets all offended and says how what you don't trust me yeah how dare you and so our nice clients will say oh i don't want to offend jennifer mm-hmm. so i'm just going to tiptoe back and not ask her anything huge red flag to pay attention to okay great thank you Next question here is sure. Um, so, what would you suggest a good process is? I know you said to implement sort of an oversight mm-hmm. um, process in there in their business, but is there anything else that you would suge- suggest or could elaborate a little bit more on that? Sure. Uh, if you have the resources, I always say if somebody's doing the billing, somebody else should uh, post those payments to the accounts. Um, and take the money to the bank. So we want to separate duties. Gotcha. If somebody's paying your bills, make sure that they present you with the check and the backup, the invoice for the sub or the invoice for the CPA or whoever's bill you're paying, mm-hmm. that you've got the check prepared and the invoice and that everything matches before you sign the check. Um, and then you mail the checks out yourself or have somebody else mail them. Um, so that's another good one. Um, payroll. I can't tell you. Uh, we've had so many cases lately where my clients approve payroll, everybody's time card, mm-hmm. and then they give it to their trusted person to call the, t- to the payroll into the payroll service, or that trusted person runs the payroll themselves, yeah. like through QuickBooks. And then nobody, the business owner never looks at payroll after it's been processed, and they don't realize that she's called herself in more hours or a higher pay rate or isn't taking taxes out. So that 
not just approving payroll before it goes, mm-hmm. but actually looking at it afterward is really important. Yeah. Um, and then just those, when you're working on a job and you've got subs and really scrutinizing their bills, making sure that the materials that they said that they, that they delivered got delivered, that the work they said they did got done. Mm-hmm. Um, we recently worked a construction case where we had a whole vendor basically telling my client that all these people worked on the job and gave us um, calendars for it. And But we had a job supervisor who was kind of keeping track of everybody on the job site, and we could clearly see that those people weren't there that day, oh, wow. and they were getting overbilled. Yeah. So those sorts of things happen, and, and it's okay to scrutinize those bills and ask questions and demand some accountability, not only from the people that work for you, but the, the subs you hire as well. Right. That's really great insight. Thank you. Yeah. So do you have any other pieces of advice that you'd like to offer our listeners, specifically contractors yeah listen you guys are busy uh, what, what I notice is when client when money's really great and the money's flowing my clients tend to just they get relaxed about that right they just mm-hmm. know the money's coming and they've got good people working for them and they sort of relax a little bit too much mostly because they're too busy yeah and understand that as this money's flowing through it's a lot easier to hide or to take because folks know you're not looking. It's kind of like little kids getting in trouble, right? As mm-hmm. soon as they know mom and dad are busy, they're going to get in trouble. Um, grown-ups are the same way. And so I always say make sure that the people working for you know that you are looking. And that means you get that bank statement and cancel check images and you look at them and then you hand them to the office uh, manager opened so they know you're looking that you look at the um credit card statements and they know um just that knowledge that you're double checking asking questions it's going to be a big deterrent yeah yeah cool and do you have any suggestions for um like the one to well not one but you know the two to like five employee range as like how they can break those duties up yeah. Um, you know, in that range, it's going to be harder yeah. and that's where the oversight comes in. Yeah. So I might Im- never have anybody else be able to sign your checks. You mm-hmm. always sign your own checks and never sign blank checks. Yeah. Um, even if it means you have to push out paying bills or you have to pay some a little bit early and, and mail them later, whatever, just don't let anybody else yeah. sign your checks if they're also in your accounting system. Yeah. Um, that's a big one. Um, if you're so busy, you know, you only have two, three, four employees. I know how it is. I, I My business is very similar. Um, have a spouse take a look at the bank. Do the oversight of the bank yeah. statements, credit card statements, and payroll. Um, and if you don't have a spouse or somebody who's willing to do that, your CPA will. Yeah. Um, somebody who uh, would have... Listen, 30 minutes a month, you probably can carve that out, yeah. right? You're sitting in front of a football game or something, right? I mean, there are there is time that you could carve out to do those simple things. And if not, have somebody else do yeah. it. Yeah, and that's super important. Right. I mean, the, the I understand the segregated duties is a little harder in a yeah. smaller office, but we can have better oversight by having somebody, you know, take a look at those yeah. reports or statements once they've already been issued. Definitely. Um, and just for closing, do you want to just provide a little statistic of like how how big of a deal fraud is? Because I, I remember from your previous keynote that I saw, it was like a huge number. They're like, you know, it's thousands a, of dollars. Hundreds of thousands. Yeah. So the other thing, if, especially for all of you listening out there, 
If there's two things you do when you walk away from here, one is change your mindset that it could happen and implement some of these simple things. And number two, call your insurance agent and make sure you have six figures of employee dishonesty insurance, 100,000 or more. Um, uh, by the time somebody's calling me, these frauds are almost always $100,000 or more. And you mm -hmm. can imagine what that does to a small business. Right. Even if it's been taken over time, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so, so understand that. And it won't change your premiums by a lot. But it will give you some assurance that if this does happen, you have a way to come back to it. Um, but typically in, in construction fraud, we're actually looking at a higher number. It's like 200000 or oh, more. Wow. Uh, yeah. By the time somebody like me is coming and and there's a problem that's known because there's so much money in these jobs yeah and it's easy to it's easier to um, to steal money when there's more money floating in and out of a of an account yeah yeah well, awesome thank you so much for sitting well, down thanks with for us. coming here yeah. I love it I appreciate that you guys are doing this what a great service yeah. to our community thank you. Again, I want to say thank you for Tiffany for joining us and sharing all of her expertise and thanking you, the listeners, for listening and making this endeavor possible. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to make sure that you can stay up to date with all of the newest podcast episodes. And don't forget to check out our 2019 Construction Executive Summit. This will be held on February 7th, 2019. We are super excited that Peterson Cat will be our presenting sponsor, and we're very excited to announce that Lars Larson from The Lars Larson Show will be one of our keynote speakers. Stay tuned to hear uh, who else will be a revealed keynote speaker, and also stay tuned for information on our breakout session presenter. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been Andrea with the Contractor Chat Podcast. We'll catch you next time.